and we've done it! We've successfully transitioned from one scene to the next without any major issues! You've spoken. I, You've spoken it into existence. I know. I did. I put it there. Next thing you know, all of Twitch is just going to collapse in on itself, just like it did last Thursday for, like, no reason. Twitch witch, please. Twitch witch, please. You wouldn't do that to me. We will give you bits. We will give you delicious bits. Uh, but bits are neither here nor there, because this week we are uh, we are celebrating... Uh, going into the the second uh, finale arc, or fin not finale arc, that's a horrible way of putting it, the second arc finale uh, of this series as we go into what hopefully will be the last episode of Discovery. Uh, and if level everything three! Yes, and if everything goes yeah. successfully, we can look forward to level three, which I almost feel bad as like, hey, if you die, you could have had it. But like, well, it's <laughs> fine. Um, so... We are uh, going to be leading in with some announcements. First off, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, I was on the Saturday morning D&D show with Jordan of the Forgotten Realms Explain channel. He has put up the entire video onto their audio streaming service as well as the Saturday morning D&D show YouTube channel. Uh, it's run by both him and Sir Lucian. They're doing, I think they're doing an absolutely fantastic job uh each and every week and you can usually find me hanging out in the chat so i was more than ecstatic to actually be on the show and help out um also uh in other announcements we also have a patreon now uh where if you guys want to become journeymen for a singular dollar hello cat then you can join our illustrious discord server and get access to all sorts of exclusively bad photoshop imageries made by yours truly uh, and if you wish to become a dungeon delver, uh, I will create a musically inspired dungeon every month and then send you a PDF for it, as well as you guys get to vote on what, uh, what album I base it off of. So, like our party members who were singing, uh, One Direction earlier, if you guys voted on it, I would do a One Direction themed dungeon, but you gotta be part of the Patreon in order to A, vote on that, and B, get that dungeon. So... You guys should get on that, and then we will use our money from terrible life choices to make this life choice a much better one. And that, of course, is trying to pursue our hobbies as our careers. That's always a good time. Uh, but that is the announcement I have on there. Also, uh, if you haven't checked it out or are just tuning in and want to familiarize yourself with our podcast, we have an audio podcast that we put up on Anchor FM, which does a wonderful job of actually just distributing it everywhere that is free to host podcasts. So if you use Stitcher, uh, the previously mentioned Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. You can actually find us at all of those places. So you should add us to your favorites, download an episode, listen to it. It would it would mean a lot to even get a, a single review. Uh, but we're actually getting some pretty good traction on there. So it's up to you guys to make the difference. Uh, but that is all my announcements that I have for this week. So does anybody else have any announcements before we begin? Uh, I know, Danae, you always shake your head no at announcements, but if you guys want to watch some awesome artwork that's going on, as well as our beautiful faces, uh, 
Danae runs a, a pseudo or a, a follow along stream with what we do here, uh, but it is art based. So rather than seeing people's faces, you can see uh, amazing art unfold before your eyes as the story is being told. It's almost like a living comic book and I really like it. Uh, so you guys should check that out as well. It's in uh, chat. Go it's look. in the chat. So without further ado, Let's get in to our our brand new episode of Indoor Adventures. So last we left off, you guys had gotten interrogated by one Skavik slaughterhouse, uh, and it was not exactly the most comforting of situations. I would say Gwen started to kind of like mentally be like backpedal. Uh, to a, a less aggressive stance, which is something that caused a mild concern to come over the party, as for once she wasn't ready to just punch somebody in the kneecap. Uh, after having talked with Skavix for, uh, for a length of time uh, about the rules of the city, you guys were contracted to meet him outside of the Zesty Anchor first thing in the morning to go and investigate a series of undocumented tunnels that had been uh, constructed underneath the city, which, as you guys found out two weeks ago, when going up against uh, the mob boss, Kirtle, uh, these kind of unsanctioned uh, sewer hallways can get very dangerous, as Calum had almost fallen a indiscriminate number of feet down to what would have surely been his doom. So there's a reason why the city takes very good care uh, of what's going on in the sewers because they don't want people going down there and falling to their deaths. Uh, so you guys had agreed to meet with Skavix, and then uh, there was some talk amongst you about whether or not you should leave or if you should stay or not, but it was ultimately decided that you were going to fulfill your end of the contract uh, that had been presented to you. In the following morning so you all had gone up to Blake's room identified a chalice that allowed you uh, to gain access to a pseudo portent ability uh, much like a wizard would have in that you are able to save a die roll uh, when you once per day and the last die roll I believe was a 10 uh, by that was the previous night previous night okay so uh, you have the option to redo it uh, in the morning, so you can totally do that. If you want to do that, you can right now. Just get it out of the way. Dice cam! All right, so we have an 11 written down for Blake. Uh... Then we had our two elves and their very vivid trances where Calum read a book on how to swim and Corey had a, a meditative, uh, almost what would be described as an, a, a, a horrific flash uh, kind of going back uh, to your past that caused you to, that was sobering enough for your form to shift you back to autumn. Uh, as you had spent the majority of last session in your very, very upset summer form. Uh, so we uh, are going to come to uh, our characters, having all met downstairs uh, first thing in the morning. Swift is the Tenwins, the tabaxi night manager uh, that has kind of taken over the 
uh, zesty anchor, allowing Fang to get a good night's rest for the first time in what must be weeks. Uh, he has brought you your tea, your bacon, your coffee, as well as all of your other breakfast goodies, uh, and then kind of seen himself back to the bar, uh, or back to uh, the kitchen to continue his prep work for, uh, for the meals that were going to be necessary over the day. What time did this guy say he was going to stop by? In the morning, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so Gwen's just going to be drinking her coffee, eating her bacon. Uh, she might, if it's like, if there's a quiet lull enough, be like maybe go in the corner and play her flute, depending on how long everyone's up. Yeah. Um, you guys start your food and you're about, I want to say 20 minutes into just this breakfast meal that's kind of, uh, put in front of you because what you ended up getting wasn't just bacon, but it was also like, uh, like russet potatoes, uh, some just like leftovers from the night before that would either have to get thrown away or cooked up to be somebody's, uh, more like a potatoes O'Brien kind of thing where it's just little, uh, diced up peppers and then potatoes as well, and that was kind of served to you. And uh, Swift also makes a comment about uh, how his claws make it easy to kind of shred all of the potatoes and vegetables as easy as he needs them to be. Gam's like mid putting a vegetable in his mouth, stares at Swift and just like... Don't worry, my paws are very clean, yeah. <laughs> He just leaves and returns back to the kitchen. Um, and yeah, it's about 20 minutes into your guys' meal uh, that you hear the doors swing open as well as the footsteps that you know uh, belong to one Skavik Slaughterhouse, guard captain of Shroudport. Uh, and he's dressed very finely. Uh, he has his, glass, his little circle glasses on his face uh, as well as a handkerchief uh, kind of tucked into his breast pocket. He just, uh, he looks at you and steadily approaches down. Well, I hope you all had a restful night's sleep. Are you, do you have everything that you need in order to set out? Uh, yeah. Got your, uh, crossbow there, Blake, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Have to. Yes. Uh, now, if you wouldn't mind coming with me, and trust me, there won't be manacles to go along with you this time, as you are currently under my employ. Well, solid. Yeah. Employment is a funny way of saying it. Well, everyone must pay off their mistakes one way or the other, so this is you all paying off your debt to the city. Mm -hmm. I think some would say that the city is indebted to us, but uh, we shall see. It's all about <clears throat> the paperwork, really. <clears throat> so, if you wouldn't mind, the emotions uh, towards the direction leading out of the bar. We follow? Yeah. Uh, and when you guys exit onto the street, uh, you can see that there is uh, that there is another guard who who's who has come with Skavix uh, and his helmet's on a little lopsided and you can see that the uh 
that the tunic that he's wearing underneath his breastplate doesn't really fit him right. Like, there's a button that hasn't been done correctly, and he just looks really tired and kind of disheveled. Uh, but he has a spear and a uh, and a buckler shield with him. Skavik says, All right, well, Sean will be leading you down into the sewers. He uh, has a better understanding of where we believe this tunnel to start. Do you have any more questions for me before I leave you all in his care? Excellent. And then he, and then he just motions, as you were, Sean. Sean just like kind of just like waves at Skavix, and Skavix just just has this coy smile on his face, and he just walks off. Uh, and Sean starts rolling his arm, just all right. Um, yeah, so uh, it's this way. Um, found you in the sewers. You guys probably know where it is um gotta go up towards market district though it's closer to where we need to go um are you okay dude i'm just really tired you know i usually take the the midday shifts because i like sleeping for a decent while um oh you know sometimes you can't really get out of your shift this way he just sort of continues walk uh he just leads you guys uh up towards the kind of now uh pseudo familiar streets as you've walked up and down them uh a handful of times uh until you get too close to where uh the entrance that jingle actually took you guys down into the sewers uh several days ago now or yesterday i guess um it feels like several days ago but we all know it was one all you studious listeners <laughs> um so yeah he he leads you got he opens up the grate to the sewer and just all right um yeah you four go in first i'll follow that way um, if anybody asks i mean i'm a god we're doing just doing city work so um what's our actual objective here oh um it's kind of Kind of explore, really, map it out as best you can. Um, I think James is on duty outside of it. He'd probably have better, better knowledge. I'm really just here to escort. Then uh, he continues kind of leading you through these tight corridors of the sewer uh, until he goes up to another guard who looks a little bit more put together. Uh, and they wave at each other, and then he's like, all right, well, I'm going to just uh, stand guard here. Uh, James, do you want to tell him what you've seen? And this other guard comes up, and he has a... He, he looks very much more awake. Like, this, like, he's taking his job very seriously, even though he's kind of just standing next to what looks like a... It looks like the wood, rather than being built in this very angular way that the rest of the sewers are, it looks like the wood almost bends and curves into this kind of maw-like hole that the, that the sewer itself creates uh, that leads farther down into it. I don't like that. Well, uh, 
as you can see, that's not the way we build sewers in Shroudport. And he points to, again, this, like, it just looks like the sidewall of the sewer is just caving into itself without having any proper construction. Almost like the wood is growing deeper into the side of the hill. Uh, so, like, what did that? Well, that is a good question. Um, we don't know, to put it frankly. Uh, but what we do know is that there is something in there. Uh, and uh, as much as I would like to say that... As much as I would like to say that we as the guards are, are, are you know, equipped <clears throat> to the teeth and we can take care of anything, this is something that we are finding ourselves at kind of a loss for. We'll we'll go in and and we'll look around, uh, and and we'll hear things uh, just kind of just kind of the scratching sometimes or or others heard a, a growling noise. Uh, I I I really don't like going in going in there. It's 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 really dark and I human eyes. I can't really see uh, in the dark that mm -hmm. well. Uh, any, any other reports? Any other descriptions of it changes sounds, feelings? The changes. the tunnel. We've had people go in with their mapping kits or with chalk to try and and keep track of where they're going, and it seems like the deeper they go in, the more that they just find themselves back at the beginning more that they find themselves just coming across their same markings and finding their way back out. Physically or like any sort no, of physically, confusion? Physically, okay. they, they, they come right back out of, of this maw or of this, of this, and he just motions towards the hole. You just motion to everything. <laughs> uh, is this like magic shit? <clears throat> If I was a mage, I could probably tell you uh, if it was magic or not. Uh, yes. Yes, Caleb, please. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Caleb, like, starts pulling out some implements and stuff for a ritual. A really fun ritual. Ooh. Mm. Wait, do I even have that? Let me Check see. It. I might... Do, 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 do. Sorry, I'm so underprepared. <laughs> While he's preparing his ritual, Coriander's going to sense for any undead. You know, yeah. anything that a paladin can sense, she's going to be just like walking back and forth and kind of looking around. All right, so what is the divine sense? Ability. What is the wording on that? You can detect good and evil until the end of your next turn. You can sense anything unaffected by the hallows, anything affected by the hallow spell, or know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within sixty feet that is not behind total cover. Oh. If we I have mean, <laughs> I can do this. It's a little cheesy. 
Yeah, no, so you are currently not getting a, uh, you're not getting a read from anything standing on the outside of this. Uh, okay. The, at least like a strong sense of like a, a creature or some, some defined entity. Uh, but it feels like the entrance to wherever this is leading you is actually giving off uh, some fey, like the, the smell of fey. And not the not necessarily the good kind either. Oh fun. Mm, <clears throat> yeah. Caleb's gonna like wrap a rope around his waist and then like start wading into the maw. Okay. You are still <clears throat> casting your ritual, I believe. Yeah. So Cyrulf, what did you have? Uh so Blake was asking all of these questions to see if he could recall any sort of studying or anything that he's done for this, specifically if it was fey fiend or undead okay um so make a insight check uh okay to kind of like just to to see what you can pick up from what this guy's saying cool uh i do have a class feature uh uh where i would get advantage on intelligence checks to recall information about fey or yeah we'll or do undead. yeah we'll do the intelligence then cool Yes, that is better. <laughs> it's an 11. All righty. Uh, so with your 11, you've heard uh, that most, like, undead really aren't capable of this unless this is an undead that you really shouldn't be messing with right now. Uh, but you do know that that a lot of fey like to play tricks uh, on people they use a lot of illusion magic and Calum when you finish your uh, ability when you finish your uh, detect magic as well you get the uh, sense that there is a lot of illusion magic going on here as well as uh, a slight sense of uh, necromantic magic kind of coming from much farther into it any dread I'm feeling a little dread <laughs> you don't need to roll for that Feeling dreads of reaction. This reminds me a little bit of home. Is that good? Mm, not necessarily. Not not the good side of home. Uh, well, there's illusion magic and a little necromancy in there, so yeah. Yeah. That's fine. No, it's It'll not. be fine, guys. Come on. It's not fine, Gwen. <laughs> Well, we could just kill anything we come across, right? Like, that's the goal? I mean... Like, as long as it's not... Right. We haven't. We don't have any guards in there. Right. So, if they look like a citizen, I know that you guys have had problems in the past. Um, but really, please don't kill any people, any residents of the city. How will we know that, man? Y'all, like, carry identification or... Yeah. No, no, but, like, if you see a person, maybe knock them out and then bring them to us. What do you consider of... a person, sir? Are you a sentient humanoid? Oh. Yes? Person. Got it. Sentient humanoid. Sentient humanoid who's willing to converse. Right, if okay. You are so a we... sentient humanoid who... Eats babies and smashes things. Monster. Oh. Right. Okay. All right. Makes sense. So, 
guards, it's my guards just like, we have to kind of draw a line somewhere, you know? Right, right. All right. I feel like that's a good line though. Like baby eating. Yeah. Objectively bad. Right, Ob right. Just no. Yeah. But no. veal. I'm a vegetarian. Oh. Me too. Nice. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Didn't notice that. No wonder you didn't like the bacon. <laughs> I never touched the bacon. That's what I'm saying. I thought you were just like picky. No. I, I mean, you it's are a picky. style choice. <laughs> Is it? When everybody who eats meat loves bacon. Right? That's what I'm saying. But So, just out of curiosity, we... Other guards were saying that it gets very dark in there, uh, and I know that your two elves can probably see in the dark, but do either of you, either of the other two, need torches or anything like that? Let me check to see if I do. Light up the crossbow. Oh, whoa, oh, oh god, oh, uh. Yep. Now we good, bruh. That's, I was just yeah. gonna hand you a torch? That's cool. That's a neat, neat trick. Could I, is there any way I could learn that at some point? No. Do you wanna sell okay. your soul to the devil? Mmm. Mmm. I'm just gonna give Gwen a long look. <laughs> Say they have anything to do with each other. I was just asking. <laughs> they are not you know mutually. What? I'm actually fine as a guard. Alright. I'm, I'm cool. You know I'm, what? You're doing a great job. You've been a great mm -hmm, audience, yep. sir, and I appreciate you putting up with our bullshit. So I'm just gonna give you a little present. I have this ale that I think you could enjoy after hours, obviously. I mean, if you take okay. it down, I'm not gonna yeah. And I, I'm gonna give him one of my wine skins of stone drop ale. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's just wow. Oh, uh Yeah, uh thanks. You're welcome. Who's first? He's just sort of Start like walking in, looking at this ale and just like motions towards uh motions towards his sleepy friend, his sleepy friend. Just, <laughs> nah, nah. He doesn't need any shit. help. No, he's nah, he's cool. going to sleep. He's going to sleep fine. He's like sleeping, standing up. His head's like his head is being held aloft by the by the metal on his armor. That's sort of just like keeping it upright. So he looks like he's still on guard, but you can just hear these gentle Z's coming from outside <laughs> of his helm. Mm. So yeah, you guys are. You're gearing up to to head deeper into into this cave-like area. Let's do it. All right. So, what is your guys's marching order as you look down this hallway and it just seems to go past your dark vision? Just this long, again, kind of like molded this uh, molded archway that leads down to uh, that <clears throat> very tight floor. You would have to go one by one going through here. Hmm. I think I should cover up the rear. Oh, the yep. rear? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Is Calum gonna fight me for first? Uh, I'm gonna go in front of Calum. Listen, I I learned my lesson. I I've learned my lesson. That's all right, buddy. I got your front. 
And I pat him, like, on the stomach. <laughs> I'll so just stab it... people from back here. Yeah. Is it Corey, Gwen, Calum, Blake? Blake. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. E. Marching order. Done. All right. E. So let me write that down Am so I, any I good don't forget. Actually. <laughs> Oh, yes, I'm trained. Obviously. Oh. Yeah. Duh. All right. Oh, shit. So, yeah, you guys uh, continue onward down this down this path. And as it as you progress down it, whereas in Curdle's maze, uh, the angles had been very, very acute and just sort of snapping back and forth as he had to kind of build around uh, the pre-existing structures that were within the sewer. This seems very gradual in its curves and very winding, and you kind of get the sense that you are almost winding down uh, in almost like a corkscrew sense, but looking back and forth, you can't see that there's any real change in the ground. Uh, but you just kind of get that sense internally that you're just going into somewhere else deeper within these sewers and you continue onwards for probably a good five minutes or so uh until looking back you can't see uh you can't see the the exit that you had previously come in uh but looking in front of you you can see that this uh winding pathway eventually splits off where one goes uh straight uh, and veers off to the left, and the other is a uh, is a quick turn to the right. Uh, are there any sort of tracks or markings, uh, anything that we would be able to use to track Faye? Um, make an investigation check, and you'll still have advantage uh, from your Blood Hunter. Uh, Right. It, it wouldn't technically give me that. It would give me advantage on survival checks to track them, but... Uh, that one. I guess we can yeah, oh. get to that. Ooh. I'm still really bad at Blood Hunter, but Ooh. I'll work on it. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. So that is a 17 plus 2. Okay. All right. Uh, First one was a 4. <laughs> so looking around, uh, you... You kind of see that there are uh, what looks like uh, kind of uh, slightly uh, medium-sized uh, claw marks in the ground um, that sort of uh, go both directions. And they don't seem like they're, like, it looks like whatever is in here has kind of made this area its home and freely walks uh, whichever direction. So you can't really get a good uh, trace one way or the other where uh, it like it's not like, oh, it always goes this way. And then that's it. It looks like it very much just wanders through this area. Um, and you can see that there is um, that uh, with your heightened survival, uh, kind of looking up on the on the ceiling arch where it begins to curve into the dome of the roof, you can see that there is what looks like um, 
it it looks i want to i don't know how to describe it but it is the like white spittle foam that you see on long fronds of grass near uh near the river it looks like that kind of clustered uh saliva thing just yeah. more up on the ceiling that's kind of been spread out a little bit Yeah. Uh, Corey. Yes. You wouldn't have, I don't know, come across something that would have done that, have you? Uh, she'll have a look at the ceiling. Um. Okay. Um. So and would I be able to give her advantage on this? Yeah. So this will be a survival check as well to kind of identify to to further identify what this is. Jesus. Man, that's a dice roll for sure. Uh huh. All right. And a survival check. Um straight 12. Okay. Um so Based off of this, as well as the claw marks and all of the illusions that you're that you're kind of getting the sense of from your divine sense when you initially went in here, and it's kind of just been this feeling on the back of your like in the back of your mind the entire time that you've been going through here. This is not a this is not one of the more pleasant fey uh, that you have encountered before. It seems like whatever you are going against. Uh, definitely has a like this. The this foam is not the mark of a uh, of a passive creature. This looks like some way that it is marking its territory, uh, or possibly uh, just helping to coat uh, this general tunnel with. So definitely Fey, though. Definitely Fey. You do get that sense from it. And you've had that sense going into it. And having Blake affirm that with you uh, is most certainly adding to it, to this mm. belief that there is uh, there is a, a, an unseely Fey at work here. All right. Uh, as she's looking at it, her hair is, like, doing that Miyazaki thing where it just, like, visibly starts to poof up and, like, raise up a little bit. Frackled. She's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's her starting to raise the hairs on the back of her neck and her whole head. And um, she's like, it's definitely Faye. Not the good kind. Are there good kind of Faye? Motions to Corey. <laughs> You're a Faye? I thought you were an elf. Um, both. Both of those things. Oh. Jeez, I need to reassess. <laughs> Is it offensive if I call you an elf? No, no, I'm both. I'm both. I'm both. All right, cool. All right. I, yeah, like you, you know how Caleb and she'll like just put a hand directly on his head. Caleb's a spooky elf, right? I'm a fey elf. It's just different kinds. All right, that's weird. I mean. Teach their own, but more power to you guys. <laughs> Obviously, you're very powerful. I, regardless, just just be careful. Um, 
this thing seems territorial. Oh. Is it like, does it, is this kind of a thing that like burrows or like has a den? Is there more than one? I mean, it can either climb or it can project whatever that is up there. Ugh. Gross. Gross. Uh. Gross. <laughs> is that like a, are we going to get stuck if we touch that stuff? I don't know. Kayla? <laughs> I'll poke at it with my spear. Yeah, and it just sinks into it and comes out. It It is just this weird amalgamation of foam that sort of has existed on the, on the top part of the cavern. Uh, and you can see that that is happening on the uh, rightmost tunnel, not the left one that sort of veers off and heads uh, further down. Is that poo? Or is it like, like secretion like a, a snail? Mm-hmm. Snail creation. Snail creation. <laughs> uh, I mean, all right, so are we still good to like track this thing or like, are we bailing? Absolutely. We're going to track it. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah, um, they do lead the way. And I will lead the way. Um, so one, one last thing about this one particular class feature that I'm probably abusing, but that's okay. Uh, uh, and this is the hunter's vein class feature in case anybody wants okay. to, look this up um if i am tracking one of these types these types being fey fiend or undead uh i cannot be surprised by them okay. Ooh. sounds uh, good i will make and it i and i still have advantage on survival checks to track them okay it's your job man sounds i'm good against three things <laughs> this is one of those things surprise, surprise. Okay. Okay. well i mean surprise except for blake because he can't be surprised. Yeah. I mean, not like during a surprise. Or he, he could be surprised. Like, oh my gosh. Like, like wow. wow. Oh surprised like you guys were in the magic shop last week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, Blake, you are heading off first uh, down the hallway in front of you. What is the current marching order? Now that Blake is leading. Blake. Corey, Gwen, Caleb? Mm-hmm. Cool, I ran out the back. Okay. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'm just going to touch back to make sure he's still there. <laughs> I'm I don't still here, have Gwen. <laughs> I'm just making sure, man, you know, you're a sensitive little boy, okay? And by that, I mean you're, like, easily, you get hurt a lot, okay? I'm just worried. Shut up. I didn't say anything. So, you guys continue on down this corridor. And as you do, uh, Corey, I would like for you to make a perception check. That's going to be a 12. Okay. Uh, So, with your 12, as you're walking, you feel a chill down the back of your spine that starts just at the base of your neck and steadily goes down until it's almost right between your shoulder blades. Uh, And you can feel this presence from behind you as you get this chill. 
and when you turn, I turn around, around. when you yeah. turn around to look, uh, you see uh, at the end of your vision, going down the leftmost hallway, just the flickering tails of an ice blue cape. An ice blue cape? Yes. Um, Coriander doesn't even think. She just runs after it. Rah! Okay. <laughs> Over okay. us? Yeah. yeah. Like, just shoves past them and goes. Co Cory? Damn, what? Wait, no! Are okay. We, are we splitting the party? No. I mean, like... I mean, she's not necessarily going to, like, keep on running. She's just going to look, get to that corner and look around it. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you get to the end of that corner, look around it, uh, and this time you see that same thing that you saw before, but there is also a leg with it, and you can see uh, a very familiar grieve that sort of quickly goes uh, around the corner at the end of your dark vision down this hallway again with this trailing cape. All right. Um, she's going to kind of stop there and kind of like blink her eyes. And, and like she, she's looking back and forth between her party and and the, the thing she's seeing uh, as if she's like confused and she wants to keep running, but she like her instincts are telling her this is a bad idea. Yeah, so that's what you guys see, is uh, Corey having this internal quandary. Do, do we actually- you have the light, right, Blake? So I'm just gonna run back towards her, because she went somewhere, and I feel like she's in trouble or something. There's something to fight. And then, I can't see in the dark, so I'm gonna promptly run into Corey's legs. Ah! Yeah, ah, damn it! Who is it? I'm gonna ask yeah, and Gwen, you do not see anything. You don't have dark vision, so already right. looking down this <laughs> corridor is very difficult. And whereas Corey can see the back end where another hallway turns, uh, you just see darkness stretching out in front of you. Corey? Is that you? <laughs> I'm, I'm here, I'm here. Okay, I'm here, all right, Gwen. cool. What happened? What'd you see? What'd you do? I, I, I saw something, and if it's what I saw, then it's not good. But if it's not what I saw, then it's still not good. Whichever it was, it wasn't good. You're confusing me. Is this a Faye thing that we're tracking? Yes. Oh, good. No, not good? I'm confused. I, I, I saw something. Right. That's the thing that we're tracking, right? I don't know. What this can you make describe any sense. it to Blake? Because I don't know what's going on. Like there, there's nothing. Like the, the cave isn't like cold or anything, is it, it? It feels cold to you, but Gwen, you don't feel any kind of temperature change. Can't be here. Use your words. He can't be here. That's. There's a friend I had back in the Feywild, mm. and he he's not my friend anymore. And if he's here, then it's not a good thing. Is he a dick, or is he, like, evil? No! I mean, <laughs> it's, it's I complicated. 
like relationship wise it's complicated no 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 oh all right the the point is that if if he's here right it's not good okay is this someone we need to kill or just ignore i prefer neither um we we He's probably gone by now. I. Do you want to go after him? Yes. All right, Blake, light. <laughs> the carmine light is going to get a little bit closer until Goth Dragon Dad is <laughs> next to them. All right, Corey. We need to fight some shit. You need to say if this thing is going to hurt you. I'm gonna fight some shit whether you say or not, okay? Okay. Just, this might be a situation where we shouldn't kill. I don't understand. You know how how, how that god was talking? Like, in, incapacitate, right. etc.? Oh, oh, right, oh, got it, okay. Fight, don't kill. Yes, yes, yes. It, does rule three come into effect, diplomacy first? Mm, also not necessarily. No, actually, no. Attack on sight. Oh, right. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I'm really confused as to the relationship of whoever this guy is, because you're like, don't hurt him, but hurt him real good. Hurt him enough, but not too much. I got it. Uh, I got it, dude. I, it's cool. I, I, I'll explain. I'll explain, but we should get moving, because he was moving very quickly. If he's Faye, let Blake track him, because he's amazing at tracking! about certain things uh yeah if i can uh so yeah you guys uh head down the hallway and blake you are you're definitely getting a sense of of fey magic going on here uh and as you guys progress through these hallways i would like for you all to roll survival checks oh boy uh something i'm bad at all of us is this other than to track Faye? Yes. Okay. Good. Oh, Straight I have 12. 12. 10. Okay. So 12, ah, 12, 16. 10, and 16. Okay. Got my level, bitches. So, uh, so the three of you begin, uh, the three of you that rolled higher than 10 began like, all right, we're going to track this thing. We're going to go for it. We're going to get this thing and like take it down. And you guys start going down the left-hand corridor. And Calum, you go to uh, you go to follow after them, as you normally would. Uh, and as you go to turn around the corner, that wall, that opening that was towards that other hallway is just walled. Oh no, guys! If they took my baby, I swear <laughs> and you, to God, you look guys? around and the you turn around from behind you, and you see where the exit to this place was as well has also just been walled off guys and kind of like you see the the corridor that you came down and you and your friends came down uh and you see that there is a wall to the right of that that you just see sort of open up and stretch open into another expanding hallway down the way from you okay uh the three of you 
uh, as you progress down this hallway and you get about halfway down before you realize that the telltale uh, clinking and uh, and anxious noises that Calum is known for are currently not there. And when you look behind, you see the hallway towards where you were, but it's empty. And there's no Caleb? wall blocking it off, uh, preventing you from seeing that pathway where you went, but Calum is just not there. Blake, is your is your thing actually fire or is it magic fire? Can I light a it's torch off fire. of this thing? Off of his... Uh... Okay, Great. so I'm going to do that. I'm going to light a torch and put one of my duders away. <laughs> it turns regular fire. Yeah. It's not the, yeah. the pink... Actually, it's not the this color flame that you get. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Excuse me. He's magic. For podcast listeners, the entire room just went red on Connor's screen. I'm sorry. It went Carmine on Connor's screen. That's the one. Uh, and then I'm just going to take off. Okay. Back towards where Caleb was and yelling. Okay. So, uh, Blake and Corey, are you stopping Gwen from running back to see where Caleb is? I mean, we probably should. Caleb's gone. He's dead. <laughs> Guys, I was literally in a hole that was 10 feet down. Sorry, that's a, that's a specific quote. But <laughs> <laughs> I guess he's dead. <laughs> I mean, if, if if Gwen's literally just running away from the group, um, yeah, Corey will run over to her and grab her. What? What's happening? What's going on? Caleb's gone. What? Yeah, and you look up and Caleb's nowhere to be seen. A little blinking outline of a Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go get him. You know how fragile he is. Yeah, Blake is kind of panicking. Let's uh, <laughs> just start running circles and bouncing off of each other. Um, if I shoot, I'm going to shoot the wall behind us. Watch you just the, shoot. Shoot. Well, no, that's that's the thing. You guys looking back, the hallway yeah. extends like it normally was. There yeah. is no oh. wall separating you at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, you guys just look yeah. back, and it's the same way that you went, but Calum would just didn't follow you, and you don't hear his nervous stammering or yeah. or the clanking right. of his scale mail and yeah. shield and spear. Okay, then just... we'll start heading that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, start calling for him. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you guys uh, continue onward, calling out for Calum. Uh, and when you get back to that center chamber, the passageway that you had taken initially and then veered back from, you just see that there is wall, as it seems to have closed itself off. Your bolt sticks against wood. Knock on it. Yeah, sounds solid. That's where we came from, right? I think so. Wall now? Is this a Fey thing? Is this like how the Fey Wild is all the time? Is this I a Fey mean... thing? <laughs> I don't know. Is this a Fey thing? 
you guys can roll uh cory you can roll a history or arcana check depending on which one is better blake you can make a intelligence check to find out if this is a fey thing 13 okay history or arcana they are both the same uh 19 okay so yeah this definitely seems like something that would uh be described as a faith thing uh in that currently you guys have wandered uh into the into the domain into the domain of something that seems to have control over its area and normally this kind of thing doesn't manifest on the material plane and so blake that's why you're having uh, a little bit harder of a time getting used to this idea because the fae that you have encountered previously have all been like sprites or elves or like other fae folk not necessarily something that is working towards what you kind of feel now is isolating you guys um and Corey, you know that this is uh this is very much a uh this kind of faith thing this is what you would find very deep in in the season aisles this would not be something that you would see kind of bleeding over into the material plane like this is something that you would definitely expect much farther in than than the gates that you took to get out here this is too much like home we couldn't have gone into the Feywild could we have are we I in the Feywild right now I think it might have gone into us she's just kind of like looking around Gwen's got like mathematical equations around her head while she's trying to figure out what the fuck's going on <laughs> it's not Some very not complicated math but there's just a lot of it yeah there, <laughs> <laughs> only addition and subtraction hey you know she has a slightly below average but you know probably like she can at least do algebra yeah it, yeah, it makes more sense when it's like five gold pieces minus four gold pieces like there has to be like money involved in it yes yes if i have six drinks how drunk will i be it's <sighs> yeah it's definitely equations more like that uh yeah. versus than like fractal like fractions and then all of that good stuff it's just sums <laughs> yeah it's just sums it's just a solid number yeah <laughs> uh yeah so um yeah, you guys are all kind of figuring out uh, what this what this experience is that you are currently involved in, uh, as the walls seem to just be closing and opening them depending on how they feel, uh, as you haven't really found a better rhyme or reason yet, other than the Fey thing that you are currently uh, after is actively working against you. Uh, so, Calum, you are currently, uh, standing alone in, uh, in this dark sewer, uh, the Fey sewer, uh, as, as we shall, as we shall call it. Uh, so you are, you are standing alone, uh, kind of in this opening where you can either go back down the pathway that you and your friends were originally going to take, or you can go down this new pathway that seemed to have opened itself for you. 
like turn around to the pathway where my friends would have gone down and just look down do i see any like sign of them you don't see any sign of them and you don't hear any sign of them either i mean if they went down that way i guess i'll just go down that way <laughs> okay love now okay yeah i'll follow the tunnel where they would have gone yeah where you guys had been going initially all right all right uh, so yeah, you continue down this hallway, and as you continue walking, uh, you can see that it turns into a corner, uh, in front of you, and then just continues on this rounded path, uh, and you walk down, uh, and make this corner, and as you hit, uh, as you hit that crux, as you hit that angle that sort of allows it to turn, uh, down the hallway, um, you hear uh, a sound in the back of your head, um, and it is a very familiar voice, a voice from your childhood, uh, and it is the man who raised you. Uh, and you just hear the phrase, they were monsters, I saved you. And that phrase just kind of echoes through the back of your head. He quickly turns and like no one's around to see it but he looks angry like this is the first time yeah and you are uh you're just looking around and there's no one you don't see anything yeah he shouts you're supposed to be dead yeah and it just echoes through uh, echoes through these sewer hallways. All right. And then back to you other three who decided to to stay as a cohesive group. Uh, Kylum? We have to find him now, guys. Seriously. Put on your tracking nose or whatever shit you gotta do and let's go. I don't know if we can. What do you mean? Well, we're already in here. They obviously can control the place. Well, do some face shit and make him come back. Hmm. Can, can we do that, Black? <laughs> I don't have any connection to the Fae, so I probably couldn't. Hmm. Well, I'm not powerful enough for that. Well, shit, let's just break down some do walls, you know? I, I don't know how any of this works. You guys have to lead the way. We have to find Caleb. Hmm. Well... If we keep on moving and we try to stay together, then we'll wind up somewhere eventually. You can't go anywhere by staying in one spot. How does that help us find Caleb? Well, Caleb isn't here. We have to be not here as well. Cora just starts walking. Okay. Uh, yeah, so 
you start walking uh, down that hallway where you guys had uh, had had been walking down before you lost Caleb, uh, and you continue walking down, and you can see that it turns a quick uh, a quick right uh down yet another long stretch of hallway and looking down uh you can't see um you can't see anything else uh like i mean you can see more hall but like there's not like a like calem's not standing in the middle of it just shouting into the aether like this is a completely uh empty expanse of hallway that stretches out in front of you before switching back uh, again to the left at the end of this hall. And the hall extends for about 40 feet before it swivels again. All right. I just keep on walking. All right. Yes, we're going to follow. Yeah. I'm, like, going to touch the walls as we're going just to make sure they're, like, actual walls and not magic walls. And, like, yeah. not that I know how that works, but I'm assuming, like, one of them is just going to be, like... Yeah, you like touching, like t uh, wrapping your knuckles against it and touching it as you go. Uh, you can feel that this is very solid pieces of wood, and as you hit against it, you can hear that echoing sound like you would if you were in the sewers and hit another piece of wood. It seems to be giving off that same kind of uh, auditory response that you would find from any stronger structure uh, deep underground. Like, all of the walls are wood? Yeah, all of the walls are wood, and all of them seem to have been shaped, almost like they were grown into that specific pat into okay. that specific shape to allow you guys passage deeper into it. Okay. All right, so, uh, yeah, then you guys, uh, you guys go forward again, uh, and this time you see that there is a small chamber in front of you that it that these hallways finally open up to a space to allow you guys to actually move a little bit and like spread out more than just being single file this entire time uh and it is just like coming into it there is a uh you see another hallway stretch uh, on the right side of the room, on the left side of the room, and then another one going directly in front of you, as this room seems to be uh, kind of a diverging point, depending on where you want it to go. Kylan? I, I yell loudly. I'm not going to do it on stream, but... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so... Yep. Uh, I, at this point, Corey isn't even yelling for Caleb. She's just kind of walking, looking around. Okay. Uh, so as you're walking and uh, moving around, Corey, I would like for you uh, to make another perception check. All right, that is a 13. Okay. Uh, so with your 13, as you continue walking and your friends... Uh, and your friends are all yelling for Calum. You hear in your head uh, the these words, and the words start uh, by sounding almost like Calum, uh, but almost like somebody pretending to be him. That, and then it turns into a voice that you recognize much, uh, much more clear. 
I understand why you left me. I really do. It makes sense that you would leave those that you care about alone in the cold. And you can hear it coming from behind you again, from the pathway that you guys took in. Uh, she's just gonna turn on her heel and look. And standing before you, you see this blue Eladrin with eyes that just radiate what look to be ice. Uh, in the same way where at the bottom of a waterfall on an extremely cold day just sort of has that frosting ice particles releasing into the air. That's what you see coming off of his eyes. You see long blue hair, a shield that's similar to yours, uh, and a sword that looks much that looks similar to the sword that you were supposed to get. Uh, but it is also just caked in ice. Uh, and you can see this glowing ring on his finger. And this figure just smiles at you. Were my, uh, my friends there? Yeah, your friends are there. They're in the same room as you. All right. Uh, does it look like they can see him? Did we hear anything? You guys didn't hear anything. You just saw Corey yeah. just turn and stare. I'll, I'll try to follow her eyes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, what you guys see is a tall figure. You don't see it as corporeal. Instead, this looks like the outline of a, of a medium-sized man, uh, but it is entirely wreathed in shadow. And this shadow figure begins steadily making its way into the room. Uh, and that is when you see it slip down into the ground and then emerge behind Corey, bring up a what looks to be a shadowed hand and swipe down against Corey's back. And that's when I would like for you guys to roll initiative. Fucking do this shit. <laughs> Super close, guys. Super close. I will probably rolled something either really high or really low from that mouthing. Oh, sorry. It was a 21. Oh, super high. Damn. Super high. I got a three. Okay. I got a rock. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it had to happen eventually. Always. I got a 12. You got a 12? Yes. Okay, so first up is uh, the attack that is going off against Corey. So this attack I am guessing a hmm you have advantage 35 does not hit 17 <laughs> 17 no okay just barely so you feel this presence uh appear behind like you see what you see is this blue-haired figure that you know to be uh, this fragment of your past, uh, walks in front of you. And then in the same way that you guys would fight uh, back when you were doing your Kalen training, you see him face step behind you, bring up a sword and try and swing down. And you just bring up your shield to deflect it. 
uh, just as you would back when you were training. But the other two of you see is the shadow creature goes to strike out against Cory, and her shield just somehow manages to bat away the shadowed hand that tries to strike against her. So that would put us at the top of the round with Blake. And you... Do I know what this is? Yes, you are getting a very strong sense of undead. Undead? Yes. Okay. Crisscross. My bow is lit. Okay. Already, right? Yep. We... Okay. I would like to invoke my blood maledict, uh, blood curse of the marked. Okay. And take a shot with the heavy crossbow that I have activated. Uh, where's my D10? There it is. Cool, 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 cool. Everything's fine. This is all fine. Everybody's fine. See, the picture I made for you guys fits so well. <laughs> uh, if this hits, this is max damage, which is great. Okay. Uh, will a 23 hit? All right. Uh, 23 <laughs> does hit. Okay. So that's 10 plus 3, so 13 points of piercing damage. Okay. Uh, four points of fire damage doubled, so 21 points overall, eight of which are fire. Okay, so gotcha. So... I don't know why people don't start with their strongest attack. <laughs> <laughs> so you see your crossbow bolt fire, and it just goes through this form and sticks into a wall, and you see the shadowed head turn towards you. That's why... That's why they don't start with that. Uh, and Corey, what you see is uh, is this blue-haired figure gets a crossbow bolt into its shoulder, and you just see it looking, staring daggers at your friend Blake. Uh, and you hear it whisper, you hear this thing speak, uh, but it's speaking directly into your mind. Uh, and it says... You aren't going to leave them alone. I'll make you wish that you had. Uh, and then next up is Corey. Alrighty then. Um, let's fight. Uh, longsword probably not gonna not doing well um how does a 12 look a 12 is just enough <laughs> okay um we're gonna do damage and i'm gonna throw a smite on that okay die heathen <laughs> uh five slashing damage from the sword okay it's d8s for smites right yes i'm still, still trying to learn how to navigate this 
and six radiant damage. Okay. Actually, two d8s, right? Yeah. Seven radiant damage. Sorry. Okay. So you strike out against this form, uh, and Gwen and Blake, you just see this shadowed figure, as soon as that radiant energy hits it, brings what would be its hands up and just immediately disintegrates. Just completely disappears. And Corey, when you go to slash up against your friend, uh, or your old friend anyways, uh, you see your sword just slice right through him, but you don't see any blood coming out or anything that would belay to you that this form was injured. Uh, but instead, it just starts to fade away in front of you until it's no more. And then you guys are left in, in this room. We didn't even make it through a full round of combat, but you guys <laughs> done did it. Radiant energy. Yeah, turns Ooh, out boy. paladins are really good against shadows. <laughs> Smite fight. What the fuck was that? That wasn't a thing. That was a, that was a, that was like a ghost, right? Or was it Faye? I don't know. Uh, it was undead. Uh, was undead? Yeah. Well, I know what a shadow is. Uh, yes. These are, shadows are very low on the tier list uh, in terms of actual undead. I, I think it was a, a shadow. Not like a normal shadow, but like necromancy magic sort of shadow. Like, so, like, uh, was it, so it wasn't an actual ghost, it was like a made ghost? But not like a made ghost, like a, a zombie is made. Sort of, yeah. That's the way yeah. to look at it. Uh... But if there are shadows here, that's not good. Right. Necromancer, right? Probably. Right. But if uh, it's like... But, I mean, still, we saw... It sounds like Faye here. Is Faye it Faye? undead. Corey's going to sheathe her sword and turn around, kind of blinking really hard. Um, she's like, that's not the only the only problem. Um, it seems that there's some illusion magic going on, so don't trust anything you see. Illusion. Yes, uh, I, I saw an old friend. Um, I didn't see a shadow. Oh. Are you okay? Everything's fine. <laughs> Uh, uh, um, I'm gonna pat his. I'm gonna pat Blake's thigh, and I'm like, I'm just uh, and I turn around like to give them privacy, <laughs> but I'm just gonna turn around and just like not be part of the conversation that's about to happen. Okay. And this is where we're gonna cut over to Caleb. <laughs> but everything wasn't fine. Yeah. The narrator. <laughs> It wasn't. <laughs> you just have to uh, pretend like you're fine. It's not fine. So yeah, Caleb, uh, you are currently wandering, uh, wandering down this hallway by yourself, having heard uh, the sounds of your past echoing uh, into your brain as well. Uh, but as if, 
without any kind of reason that you can gather, uh, you actually feel the area around you start to quiver a little bit and then stabilize. Uh, as you see that it looks like one of the hallways in front of you is starting to close, but then had to reform and force itself back open. Gonna quickly sprint that way. Okay. So yeah, you sprint forward, uh, and right as you get through this area that seems to be shaking, it just closes off uh, behind you. And you are currently standing in a large... Uh, in a large square room that is uh, that has no discernible doors or exits, so I don't get the other three party members' hopes up that you guys just stumbled back onto each other. Um, but instead, the the room that you are in uh, stretches forward uh, quite a quite a decent bit. It looks like this room is about forty five feet long, uh, and you can see on your left. Uh, that there is a what looks like a like a mix of webs and that same kind of bubblish foam uh, has just sort of like splattered across the ground uh, where there is another one that goes up about three foot high uh, that is just this collection of these bubbles and spider uh and these webs not necessarily no. spider webs no, but just no, webs no, uh no, no, and no. turning around you can't see the exit that you ran to or that you <sighs> the tunnel that you ran through as you had tried to rush in there before it closed up what what does glenn say in like situations like these fuck my baby boy he's growing up so yeah, you you are currently looking uh, looking in this room, and this seems like these these collections of of saliva bubbles and webbing uh, has what looks to be like these these boards that have been making these these tunnels that you go through. The boards underneath these are kind of interlaced to look almost like a nest of sorts. Nope, 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 nope. Just gonna just, just try and skirt around it to like the other side of the room to see if there's anything over there. Uh, you do not see uh anything else over there. It seems like this room is fairly barren, except for uh this opened uh what looks like a a destroyed one and then a whole one of the, just this combination of bubbles and foam. Or of foaming bubbles in web. Yeah, he's he's gonna put his back to a wall, put his shield in front of him, squat down, and just like wait and think this out because yeah, he's alone. He is very alone right now. Um. And that is uh, that is when we were going to cut back to uh, our other group as Calum has kind of just like sidled himself up against a wall. God knows where. <laughs> it's okay. I have enough rations for... Oh, I left my pack in the inn. <gasps> what is wrong with you? Children. Children. 
Come on. All right, so Blake and Corey, you guys are are standing in in this room. Gwen has has turned around to give you some time to talk to each other. <laughs> what what did you see? Um, I I saw an old friend, the one I was telling you about. Um, and I fought him and I killed him. Um, but it obviously wasn't him so everything is fine <laughs> all right i kick blake <laughs> <laughs> so we should get moving yeah 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 no it's cool uh <clears throat> good talk blake <laughs> as i walk past him i shove i punch him in the in the thigh <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right all right so which way do we go uh oh uh intelligent one that way are you just pointing somewhere pretty much all right is it like is it weird to anyone else that we are in a fucking tunnel made of wood That's weird, right? Or is this like more face shit? I mean, wood, plants, stone, they're all about the same. I mean, no, like, right? I mean, in fey terms. I, uh, okay. All right, so let's think in fey terms and figure out so if, like, if we go the way we think we should go, then uh, we end up where we don't want to be. So let's go the way we shouldn't go, and then we'll go where we need to be. Where sh well, where shouldn't we go? Back the way we came. We tried that. Right. Shit. Okay. Um... <laughs> Well, you said that way, right? What way do you want to go, Corey? That way. She just points arbitrary. Mm -hmm. All right, and I say that way, and I point to a different one. So we should go that way, and I point to the last one that was left. Okay. And that is the one we're going to choose. <laughs> well, that's what, that's what Gwen's going to choose, and she's going to start marching. It sounds reasonable to me. We're all gonna die. When you when you take <laughs> away logic, everything makes more sense. Alright. <laughs> so you guys are marching off into into the direction that you feel is the worst possible choice, therefore the best <laughs> possible choice. Uh, and our dear friend Calum is currently alone in a room with a small bundle of God knows what. But this is where we are going to take our first break of the evening. Yeah. <laughs> so hey. I want to say thank you to everybody who has stopped by. This has been the, the show with the best turnout that we've had. So yeah. thank you to every single one of you guys that has decided to stop by and, and give encouraging words in chat as well as proceed to further terrify our players. 
uh, as I, I love it. I, I love all of this. So don't go anywhere. Uh, there's going to be a good five, ten minutes of break time, and then we will be back, uh, hopefully in the same places that uh, we were before. So don't go no place, and we shall see you guys shortly. All right, everybody. I'm going to put on a black shirt because I feel left out. <laughs> Hello, once again, dear friends, for the return of our finale of the Discovery Arc. Last we left off, Calum was stranded and alone and very scared uh, inside a chamber inside of this Fae sewer that the party seems to have found themselves inside of. Our other three party members decided that they were going to adventure farther into this face sewer to find out whether or not they could actually uh find their friend or at least find uh find the exit or the creature that they are hunting they are looking for one of those three things uh and also i would like to say before we begin a reminder that sub september not subtober I got that mixed up because last year it's extended for two months. But September, if you have received a, a gift subscription on the channel, you can renew that gift subscription for $1 this month, which is pretty snazzy. It only costs you a dollar, but then we end up getting uh, the entirety of whatever that sub was, whether it's through Amazon, uh, whether it's through Twitch Prime or uh, your own kindness and generosity. So uh thank you to everyone who has resubscribed thank you to everybody who has given out gift subscriptions and and been awesome to this channel and of course follows are great i like follows because then that means that you know when we do stuff which is a lot surprisingly so you come by it's a pretty good time uh but that being said let us get back to the the meat and potatoes as it were of this game which is uh Three adventurers together looking for their one friend who is currently missing. Uh, and you guys continue, uh, and you guys are all going down the hallway where uh, you thought that you didn't want to go, correct? All right. Uh, yeah, so you all go down this hallway. Uh, and as you go, you see that it ends up curving off to the left. Um, and you follow it again, and then, uh, you kind of feel it just more, uh, wrapping around you, and then you find yourself actually at the starting chamber, where you initially entered in to this sewer, where there is a pathway leading, uh, slightly off to the left, and then you can see another pathway veering off to the right that has that kind of foam off in the top. And you also see that there is a crossbow bolt sticking into the wall, not two feet away from where that opening is. Almost as if uh, after Blake had shot the wall, uh, it continued to grow out and just shift the bolt over. I'll just take that back. Yep. All right. I'm going to yell again for Calum. Okay. And Do you hear, hear your you hear your voice echo through the chamber. Just Caleb, 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 Caleb. But you don't get any response. So this 
shifting thing, sewer thing we're in, right? Is it Faye or is somebody controlling it? Almost certainly both. Well, okay, whatever's controlling it is probably Faye. And through controlling it, this has become Faye? Is it actually like an, right, right, right. Is it like an actual like, oh, they walked into this room and then I'm gonna fuck with that? Or like, is it an automatic thing? Like when your lease rolls over? (laughs) Something Gwen knows about. I mean, a lease. Shit. Who, who can really know? What if we burn it to the ground or burn it in the ground? We'll see, I shot it with a flaming crossbow. Nothing seemed to make a mark. Did it not leave a mark? No, it seemed that once the flame had sunk into the wood, the wood itself is still so damp and wet that there wasn't really much for it to ignite. Okay, I'm gonna hit it with my axe. Okay, make an attack roll. And my my axe. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. That's a 16, 17. Okay. So yeah, you sink your axe deep into deep into the side wall uh, of this wood and when you bring the axe back out you can actually see the wood kind of like quiver a little bit and then steadily begin reforming onto itself I don't like this place (laughs) I don't want to be here anymore I want to get Caleb and I want to get the fuck out of here like I said we should do yesterday just saying. Well, I think we're going to have to kill whatever is causing all of this. And it will probably all go back to normal. Right, right. It's, it's, un- wait, is it undead or it's, it's a necromancer, right? It's a fey necromancer. Is that what we've come to the conclusion of? Look at Blake. I mean, Faye, most definitely. Uh, right. But the shadow was concerning. Right. But Corey got it, and that's fine. And we, we, so we know we can handle ourselves, and we need to, you know, push forward so we can find Caleb and get the fuck out, okay? Right. Right. Yeah. So, Blake. And I, I kind of step up right to him, like right underneath him, like I'm talking down to him, but I'm obviously a lot shorter than him. Not talking down to, but like... Talking up to. Yeah, exactly. All right, look. This is your house. This is your territory, right? Get the fuck uh, in there and tell them what's up. Hunt this thing down so that we can get out of here, okay? You are the shit, okay? I don't want to see any pouty faces. I don't want to see any whimpering. I want you to go up there, hunt this shit, and we're gonna kill it, okay? All right. Cool. And I would very much like to track this, whatever it is down, if there's any sort of thing that I can follow. Uh, yeah, so there's still that, uh, that like, foam 
that you saw, uh, those foaming bubbles just kind of up on the roof. Uh, and now that you know uh, what you kind of need to pay attention to, you start following that. And this extends down the hallway that you guys were initially going to be taking. Um, and you go down this hallway for about 60 feet and then you make another uh, another right turn or another left turn, sorry. Uh, and as you go down this uh, left turn, you end up seeing a uh, you end up seeing that there is another quick turn uh, to the left in front of you. And going up to that and peeking around the corner, you can see uh, that this is the same room where you had original where you had fought uh, the shadow. Does it look like it, or...? Yeah, this it looks like the, the same exact room, and you can see that your crossbow bolt is still in the wall. Let me just take that back. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, Corey, I would mm -hmm. like for you to make a perception check. Is that a seven or a one? Oh, it's a seven. Okay, so nine. Okay. Uh, so with your nine, the entire time that you've been down here, uh, you have felt this, this cold feeling just constantly on you. And it has just felt oppressive while you've been here. And even your interaction with the shadow after clearing that, there still wasn't this alleviation that you were mm -hmm. expecting there to be. Um, but then you start to feel a, a bit of warmth and hmm. you feel that warmth originating from your holy symbol oh uh and your holy symbol you wear it on your neck Where yeah you yeah so you just I, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll say a, a like a, a necklace under just under the armor under, yeah. yeah uh so you can actually feel that warming uh against your against your chest and you can kind of feel that warmth in you but it seems to be focused on one like in one portion of your body and as you turn to look at your friends you can feel that warmth still stay in the same place so where it was starting out on your shoulder you start feeling it in or where it started in your chest as you turn you feel it in your right shoulder and it seems to be warmer towards uh one like facing one of the hallways in this room with the with the four intersecting halls huh like she's just hmm huh interesting I, are you okay <laughs> i'm having a religious breakthrough here um, she's gonna start feeling for any warm spots, um, anywhere that doesn't necessarily point towards Gwen or Blake. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you start feeling out these warm spots until you are standing in front of, uh, the hallway where, if you were looking at it on a map, would be the northernmost passage, but for you, from when you guys entered into the room, this would be the rightmost passage. And you get a strong sense of warmth coming from there. I'm gonna go there. Okay. 
so yeah, you start uh, following after this warmth, and Gwen and uh, Blake, you guys see Corey just like having this religious breakthrough, and then just starts walking down, a, like walking towards a corridor. Don't let her get far, because we're gonna get lost with her out without her. All right. <laughs> She's just power walking in a particular direction with her elbows out, like, hmm, and then like every now and then like turns, you know? Yeah. Just kind of feeling it out. I am trying to keep up. <laughs> so I can I can feel it in one elbow. If I turn it, I, I can get a sense of which direction we're supposed to get. Left, right. Is that how this usually works? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna like kind of whisper to Blake or at Blake. Uh, is this like shit or like I mean like usually we don't, get, we don't get help from Corlon usually at all oh it's like god shit okay <laughs> maybe alright cool praise be Corlon let's go <laughs> praise be whatever his name was anyway uh, <laughs> yay Lando Calrissian let's go <laughs> so yeah you guys start uh, start walking by Corlon also loves capes who would have thought uh, <laughs> but yeah you guys start progressing uh, following this kind of warm GPS as chat has pointed out uh, that Gosh. seems to be uh, emanating from your holy symbol and Blake uh, also following with Corey, you start seeing that there are more of these kind of foamy deposits, uh, on the, on the ceiling as well. Uh, and you guys continue on for what feels like five minutes of just these winding corridors that eventually lead you to another split or another T in the road or a Y or another four-way pass. But each time Corey is able to just navigate you towards further down until eventually uh in front of you you just see that there is this giant wall of this foam material uh in front of you and you see that it's steadily moving outward uh and as it progresses outward you see that there is more of this wooden cave that sort of seems to be growing where this foam is also going is this weird I'm not sure anymore. I feel like this is weird. No? Poke it with a sword? Okay. I strike it with my axe. Okay. <laughs> I uh, stand back. Yeah, so Corey goes to gently poke at it uh, with a sword. And then right as you come into contact with it, Gwen just rushes up and just slashes at it with her axe. And when... Uh, when you do slash at it with the axe, you actually feel the entire chamber that you're in start to shudder a little bit. Uh, and you see the foam stops and kind of like recoils and then steadily forms its way back uh, to a solid wall and begins continue uh, and continues to just sort of go out. Uh, and Calum, from where you're at as well, uh, you also feel the walls kind of shake around you. That's perfect Tanner. for what you guys are hearing. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, he, 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 like, looks up, turns, like, what, what, why, what, why? Uh, and you see that uh, on this, like, mass, uh, this massed form of bubbles, 
uh, and and uh, webs that you have been looking at, some of those bubbles actually start to fall off uh, of this lumped form. And you can see uh, what looks to be this kind of uh, like a mix of gray and yellow, uh, just sort of like peeling, like revealing itself from inside where all of this foam was. I look down at my shield and I go, I'm going to die, aren't I? No response. <laughs> uh, and so then we'll move back to the three of you as Calum just sees these bubbles start falling off of this form. Hey, it quivered in fear, so I'm going to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I will strike it again. Okay, uh, make an attack roll. Uh, 16. Okay. Uh, so yeah, with your 16, you slice into it again, uh, and you feel just the area around you start to shake again, just with the, with the force that is being dealt onto this long, uh, onto this large array of, of foam and bubble. Uh, and Caleb, in your chamber, you see that more and more uh, of these bubbles are starting to fade away, and you can kind of see uh, what looks to be the top half of a face with an eye closed. Uh, and you can make a history check. I don't want to. <laughs> I want to go away. I don't want to be here. Uh, history, I think I get that double. Let's see. 18. Okay. Uh, you actually recognize part of this face uh, as a deep gnome that had narrowly escaped your clutches not a day before. <gasps> it's you! The cheese! And he just eyes closed, unconscious, and you can see that his skin is starting to turn this sickly yellow color. Do I do the right thing? Oh god, I gotta do the right thing. Yeah. Caleb just like runs over and he like goes to his belt and pulls out a knife and just starts like hacking away at the okay. foam and webbing. Okay. Uh yeah, so as you are hacking away at this foam and uh and webbing. Uh, we're coming back to the the other group as you guys continue just hacking away on this large wall of foam and bubble. I would like to shout profanity at it. Okay. <laughs> uh, make an intimidation check. Oh. Does okay. uh, does it seem to be reacting in a progressive way? <laughs> uh, it seems to be reacting. Nine. Uh, yeah, so you yell at this wall, and it doesn't seem to budge or shake any more than you, uh, directly attacking it. Cool. Makes me feel better, though. Yeah. Is, does my divine sense give me any sort of idea as to whether or not it's, like, is it, is it undead or fey? Uh, you would get Do a I sense, sense that? that this wall is fey in nature. Okay. All right. I help stab. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, you guys are both stabbing out at this uh, at this wall. So I'd like for you to both make attacks. 
It's fun. Yeah. Uh, does what they're doing seem to be affecting the wall more than my crossbow did? Uh, yes. Because when you had shot the wall previous, you had shot into the wood, uh, into the wood wall, but they are directly attacking this sheet of bubble mass that seems to be in front of them. Take a shot. Uh, all right. So roll for damage. Or roll to, roll to hit. Eighteen. All right. Eighteen. So yeah, you sink in. Uh, your crossbow bolt sinks into the wall as well, and you just hear this kind of sizzling noise as the uh, as the red flared tip just starts sizzling against the bubbles, and you can see that it really retracts uh, as the fire hits against it. But... I have a very I have a very delicate question for you, Blake. What is your AC? And does a <laughs> no. 17 hit? 17 does hit. Alright. I am going to need you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh no. Do you get saves against? Do you get advantage or anything? Six. Okay. So, you take nine damage as you feel your body tense up, and you are now paralyzed. And looking up at the creature before your paralyzation fully sets in, you see this. No. This mandibled, wow. pincered creature with this large, chittering mouth. Uh, that as it claws out against you and paralyzes you, you hear in your brain... As you just fall to the ground paralyzed. To be struck by you, gotta make you. Sorry. All right, so I'd like for you guys to roll initiative. Everybody? He's been struck uh, by yes. you, criminal. Because you have things that you're doing on your turn as well. Yeah. Actually, you rolled really well for initiative this time around. Okay. Twenty-two. Say twenty-two. Jeez. It'd be really useful for a paralyzed man. (laughs) Eighteen. Okay. Shit, I can't reach the D twenty anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Six. Okay. You're not paralyzed. Your character's paralyzed. I'm a method actor. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you want anybody? So slicing up this wall. I have no idea what's going on. Uh, yeah, you fall to the ground. Uh, as the paralyzation takes hold. Uh, but since you are going first in this initiative round, you actually get a chance to save out of it. Uh, it's a constitution? Yes. Ten. You are still paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, that is it for your turn. Next up is Calum. And Calum, you are currently inside of this small uh, room that has just been shuddering uh, nonstop for what it seems like the last minute or so. Uh, and as you have more and more 
of these bubbles have fallen off what you assume to be the uh the form of curdle but as you continue scraping away these bubbles you see that his mouth has began to stretch open and teeth have begun oh, no. to go upwards and turn into these chitters on his face uh, and you can see that there are spines kind of growing out of his arm but he remains completely uh completely unconscious you know, it was like a frenzied, like, hack, 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 and it's just slowly, slowly, slow. Oh, <laughs> backing away. <laughs> and you can just see this, like, his hand is, like, it went from having, like, full five fingers to where they've slightly, like, Vulcan formed, where it's just two and two with a large separator, but you can see that they're kind of crusting over and turning into claws. Can I make a knowledge check? Yes. Uh, nature? Arcana? Which yeah, uh, this would be an Arcana check. Okay, I'm good at these. I'm very good at these. Uh, 25. You would recognize this uh, to be how uh, almost in the way that a caterpillar when it changes from a caterpillar into a butterfly has to go through I'm some a sort butterfly. of <laughs> has to go through some sort of uh some sort of change to affect their body over a much gra more gradual period of time like this isn't a lycanthropic thing this is very much something has encased curdle in all of these webs and foamy bubbles uh, and is trying to turn him into something like itself. Okay, I'm just gonna keep using my action, try to cut him out and hope it helps. Okay, uh, make a dexterity check as you go to continue <laughs> like, to see how much uh, stabbing you did. Five. Okay. Uh, so you're, like, as soon as you kind of take note as to what's happening, your hand falters just enough that when you bring your blade down, uh, it actually gets caught up in a lot of the webs and, and bubbles that are on his form. And it's basically like you just did an emergency C-section on this bubbled form as his body just sort of spills out onto the ground. Uh, uh no, and okay. And all of these bubbles have just started to pop, uh and then turn to a kind of liquid onto the ground surrounding Curdle, who you can see was like over halfway through this transformation, but he's not waking up. Um, and what's your passive perception? Oh, I think that's actually decent. Uh, sorry. Where is it on the sheet? On D&D Beyond. Uh, passive perception is 15. All right, so with a 15, uh, you do not see the rise and fall uh, on his back that would denote that he is uh, breathing at all. Ooh, I think he's dead. Oh, no. Okay. Um, uh, uh. The gang fights a monster, and Caleb's alone <laughs> with a dead man. <laughs> Did I kill him? Did I murder another man? Like... Uh -huh. I've been killing a lot of people recently, and it's not my fault. Well, like, two of them were my fault, but you believe me, right, S.H.I.E.L.D.? <laughs> and the S.H.I.E.L.D. just stays silent during this. Oh, no. Uh, so, next up in the initiative order is our dear friend Gwen. Make a perception check. Yeah. 
It's a weird roll. Uh, perception! Plus two! Thirteen! Okay. Uh, yeah, so you definitely hear a foo as your six-foot-five-plus dragonborn friend has fallen onto the ground behind you after his body had been locked up with paralyzation, and that's when you see this chittering form uh, that looks directly at you, and I actually need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm not very wise. As this sense of fear just emanates off of its body. Okay. He is he trying to fear me? Yes. Because as a little thing, I am brave and I have advantage on saving throws against being frightened. Nice. <gasps> I was just looking at that. I was like, oh. half wing. Yeah. That's very useful. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you I get? Rolled one twice. I rolled a one and a two. Oh. Ah! That's a 0.255% chance of happening. You beat the odds. Okay. Oh, no. Well, see, I did that earlier. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, you you definitely feel a wave of fear uh, come over you. So now you have the fear condition. So you are, you can attack uh, against this thing, I believe. I just can't move closer. You to cannot him. move closer. And let's look at what exactly fear does toss that out onto the table so that throw way shit at it come on we are all in the same page going forward because i am that is one of the things that i am actually very bad at remembering you project okay let's see so while frightened by a spell a creature must take the dash action and move away from you yeah this is not a spell though spell. Oh, okay. So you are frightened, which means that you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of fear is within the line of sight, uh, and you can't willingly move closer to the source of the fear. Okay. The fear. Fear. I am afraid yeah. of this thing, but he's is he does he have his eyes on me, or is he going to go after Caleb or he, after Blake? Uh, he does not seem currently concerned with Blake, but you see it just kind of looking and scanning the two of you. Okay. I'm gonna... Hey, asshole! Uh, 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 Corey? What? And I'm going to, um... I would like to rage. Okay. Write the fear condition. I believe so, because when you are raging, I think you are incapable of fear. Uh, but you hear in your head as you start to rage, "There's nowhere here that you could run that I wouldn't be able to find you." Good, because I'm not that fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I am not feared anymore. Uh. I don't know if that's a uh, if that's actually. So barbarian. Yeah, it's not saying that. One. Rage. Uh, you have advantage. Barbarino. In my player's handbook. They are barbarian. Gnome. Fuck you. Gnomes. You yell. <laughs> oh, that would be Path of the Berserker, a level six ability. Yeah, so. I was gonna say. Mm. I just wow. Oh, no, okay. okay. So, um, I do have 
a couple hand axes. So I will, uh, is he within 20 feet of me? Uh, yes, he is currently standing about 10 feet away from you. All right, I will throw one of my hand axes at him. Okay. Uh, that's 18. 18 totally hits. Okay. And that would be uh, seven damage. Oof. Okay. Yeah, so he takes that, uh, this creature takes that seven damage, and you just see it look at you with just these daggers for eyes as you just hear this... <laughs> as its chittering mouth just sort of keeps clicking together. Is, a uh, is, can I see, is Blake breathing? Yeah, he's, ble okay. he is currently breathing, uh, but he is just lying on the ground, like, like he would have been standing, <laughs> like, hands still on crossbow, but just lying on ground. <laughs> Skyrim paralysis spell, got it. Exactly. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. All right. Cool, cool, cool. That's my turn, because I can't move closer to it. Okay, so next up, uh is Corey, as you have what? a higher dexterity, I believe, than this creature. What is with me in rolling the same as everybody else? <laughs> this is frightening. Okay. Um, I turn around and finally realize what's happening. Oh! Um, and also, I'm going you to... Need to make a, uh, you also need to make a wisdom Shit. save. Rats. <laughs> you um, saw it, therefore you fear. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, hold on. Wisdom save. Yeah. Proficient in that, at least. Uh, 11? You are not afraid. You just <laughs> make it out of the fear. You're not afraid. Great, strong paladin. Um, is it within, is it, is it close enough? Is it up? It's, it's about it's 10 up, feet right? away from you. Okay, I, I will approach it and attack it with my sword. Okay. Uh, that is going to be a 16. Okay. Uh, 16 does hit. Roll for damage. All right. I'm going to drop a smite on this as well. And I think that's my last one for the day. I only have 1d8. Okay. Just, oh, there it's the other one. All right. Sword first. Okay. Five slashing damage. Okay. And 13 radiant damage. Oof. Yeah, this Take thing that. just, like, recoils back uh, after you hit it. Uh, and it is going to uh, attempt to claw out at you uh, in an attempt to hopefully paralyze you with the same ability that it did uh, our dear boy Blake. And it got a crit to hit against oh, you. I, I was going to... Oh, no! Say, I would like to make that an 11. Okay. Sorry, I should have said that no, before. That you. is that is a okay. You are you were paralyzed and being very method. <laughs> so yes, uh, so the Blake, even though you're paralyzed, your mind goes back to uh, goes back to the pattern that was on the stones this morning from uh, the chalice that you had received, uh, and you know through your blood hunter rituals that you've performed that there is a lot to be said with divination magic. And that this number that you received, while better than, or this reading that you had received was better than average, it still wasn't exceptional. So yeah, you uh, caused it to roll an 11, 
uh, instead of the previously mentioned Twentir. Um, and it is then going uh, to look at you, Corey, uh, and just says into your mind, we're not finished. And then it disappears from you and reappears about 30 feet behind where you are, uh, back down oh. the corridor. And then begins to move, uh, begins to move another, uh, its movement down the hallway that you see. And you can see that it's at the end of the hallway now, about to go, uh, about to turn down another stretch. So, uh, next up in the initiative order is going to be Blake. Constitution? Yes. 16. 16 passes. You are no longer paralyzed, but that check was at the end of your turn. Yep. Yeah. So you are no longer paralyzed. Uh, then next up is Calum. Uh, and you just see this creature, uh, this like half, this half baked creature in front of you just starts shifting and moving. And you can see that its arms and hands are starting to move. And one of its claws comes forward towards you on the ground and it just begins steadily crawling towards you, looking up with these still humanoid eyes, but maw of just this weird chittering. Uh, and you uh, and you hear uh, you hear these words of just help me as uh, it's just no. crawling towards you, trying uh, okay. trying to come towards you. you and it is your turn. You can stay right there. I don't mean to judge, but okay, you stay right there. I point my spear. Okay. Well, <laughs> Think of something, just... Oh my god. And you can just see that it's, like, crawling through this goop that's on the floor from the, from the like, chrysalis that it was in, having broken out. Alright, so, then next up is Gwen! There's a lot of nope going on this session. <laughs> um, I, I have to wait till the end of my turn to take off the fear right yes okay i will still throw a hand axe because i have three let me double check that i have three okay and then um yeah that's that's because yep that's gonna be my turn okay was a three and then you have a no i, I have three hand axes oh, okay. is, is what i'm saying so okay. i can throw got another it. one and still have one got it got it got it yeah. You're such a tease, little dice. Um, that's a 10 to hit. Uh, 10 does not hit, so your axe sails past it and just lands uh, next to this creature. Okay, so I will make a constitution at advantage because I'm cool. It's a wisdom save for the fear. It's a wisdom at advantage because I'm cool. Jesus Christ. Uh, that's uh, 17. Okay. Uh, 17 saves out of the fear. So you are no longer of this... You are no longer afraid of this creature that has quickly retreated from you guys after mm -hmm. uh, after trying to paralyze your friend. Mm -hmm. Next up is Corey and the creature. Corey, you can Wait, still go fast? first. 
How fast is this thing getting away? Uh, he teleported 60 feet and then moved, or he teleported 30, sorry. Oh, okay. Teleported right. 30 feet and then moved another 30 feet. You can still see him, but he is currently 60 feet away from where you are. All right. Uh, face step is a bonus action, correct? Yes. Well then. I can do that too, bitch. Um, I'm going to face step after him uh, and then sprint the remaining... He, he, he's 60 feet away, yes? Yeah, he is currently 60 okay, feet. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Making sure my artist math yeah, is yeah. working out. Okay, um, teleport, run. Give him a good old stab in the back. Okay. You hurt my friends. You can't handle... You can't do that. Okay, it's a two. Never mind. Okay. Uh, and Apparently it... You can. Uh, it then uh, will disengage from you uh, and try and continue and try and just leave from where you are. And it, he is currently going. Uh, he is rounded the corner, so only you currently have a line of sight with him. But you see that he's just crawl like quickly scuttling away uh, through the darkness uh, okay. in an attempt. Stop running, you coward! Uh yeah. Okay, so that was its turn. Your turn. Uh, and then back to the top with Blake. Uh, am I on the ground? You are on the ground, having fallen over from being paralyzed. Um, half movement to get up. Uh, see where it went. Uh, yeah, you see Corey has ran down, uh, ran down the path after it. And with every blow that you guys have struck against this creature... You see that the uh, that this bubbled foam is actually getting thinner and thinner to the point. It's like lowering the uh, opacity slider in Photoshop, where you can start seeing through it, uh, and you guys can actually start seeing through this film uh, to Calum, kind of like pressed up against a wall with this other thing crawling towards him. Do I get the sense that if I shoot the bubble foam again, I'd be able to get through? Um, make a intelligence check with your blood hunter ability. Eleven. Uh, so from what you've seen previously, attacking this foam is causing the surrounding area to shudder, but it didn't look like it was necessarily giving way uh on your guys's attacks as much as it was just sort of halting its progress in being created however it looks like the damage that you're dealing on this strange fey creature uh is actually what's causing the uh that bubble foam to give away uh to give way to your friend's location okay 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 uh so i use half movement to get up i would like to use my action to dash and get 45 feet in the direction that it went. Okay. Uh, and for my bonus action, uh, my crossbow went dark whenever I fell. Uh, if you're paralyzed, the ability wears off? Because uh, if I if if I drop the weapon, yeah, you since you were paralyzed and had it loaded, you would have been holding on to the weapon the entire time. Oh, great! Yeah, cool, 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 cool. 
Yeah, you didn't drop any of the gear that you had. You simply just went, huh, and then tilted over. Cool. Okay, so no change then. Okay. Sounds good. So next up is Gwen. Wait, uh, Blake, Kalem, it is your turn, and you still have this thing kind of crawling towards you. Uh, and looking off to the side, you can see uh, that the wood wall that had sort of grown together behind you as you entered into this chamber is starting to become almost see-through. And from the other side, you can actually see your friends. Guys! Guys! I... Blake? Leaves. Okay. I turn back. It's just crawling after you. Be a good person. Be a good person. He will carefully walk up and just like, okay, it'll be fine. We're, we're gonna get you help. You're just going up near it? I'm gonna go up near him. Okay. Gingerly reaching out a hand. Uh, it goes to kind of like grab out at your leg as you come near, but his hand just sort of like grips on and can't form enough strength to actually like clamp onto your leg or anything like that. Do I perceive this as threatening? Or is uh, he just... Make an insight check. Okay. Uh, oh, hey, I am okay with this. Wow. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve. Yeah, you would sense that this is maybe not his intent for it to be harming, but you feel like there's more at work here than this thing that is no longer breathing, but is still coming after you. Okay, I'm just going to knock you out now so make you easier to transport, and I'm going to raise my shield and just like, thunk, okay. thunk, thunk. Make an attack roll. Okay, so a shield is an improvised weapon, so you're going to roll a d4, but because you got a crit, you roll 2d4, and then you are going to be adding your strength after this. Twice or just once? Uh, just add once for the strength. Oh. Uh, five, six points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Yeah, so you, uh, if anybody is looking through this foam at Calum, you just see him like look over this thing. Uh, and it just, you see its arms just go down and it stops moving. Okay. Okay, so uh. then next up is Gwen. So did I hear Calum? Uh, you heard Calum, but he sounds very, very, very far off. Okay, did I, can I determine direction? I mean... Uh, make a perception check. Oh. Okay. Ten. Okay, so with your ten, uh, you can, like, looking at this foam and seeing through it, you can see him, and that's... Okay. It sounds like his audio is just getting muffled as soon as it hits the foam and then is barely able to pass through. Okay, so... Muffled. Thunk, thunk, thunk. Caleb! Are you alright?! No! I'm not! Guys, don't run off! What are you doing? 
Um, I'm gonna stay with Calum because I have no idea what Fey magic is. Also, I don't, I don't want him to be by himself again. So I'm gonna try and uh, rage through this wall. Okay, make an attack roll. I will. Which dice do I want to use? <gasps> there we go. Uh, fourteen. All right. So with your fourteen, you slice into uh into this foam bubble again, and you feel it give way, and the hallway begins to shudder. Uh, Corey, watching this creature try and run away from you when the hallway shudders, it actually, like, trips a little bit, uh, and doesn't seem to really maintain its, uh, it can't really maintain its footing well when the, uh, world around it is shaking. Okay. But, yeah. I attack it again! Okay. Offhand! Oh. Uh, that's an 11. Okay. Uh, yeah, with your 11 as well... Uh, you, Corey, actually see that this creature actually slides, like, slips and falls to the ground as the chamber keeps shaking. Mm -hmm. Uh, but mm -hmm. Gwen, you are just trying your hardest and this bubble film is not, is not lighting up. Uh, I'm just gonna yell at Caleb to use magic! Do magic things! Get over here! Okay, so next up is Corey. Alright, um... Corey's going to yell over her shoulder, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. And then she's going to, uh, if she can, if she can reach him, she's going to run up to the creature and attack it. Yeah. He was only able to move 30 feet away from where you were because he had to use his action to disengage. All right. I keep going. Okay. Link, start down, move this, this one, okay. the other one. Ah, it's a three. I'm yeah. not, um, yeah, seven probably doesn't hit, does it? No, seven does not hit. Uh, do you have an offhand attack? No, I, I've got a shield. Okay. Um, was it prone? Yeah. It prone. Was, oh, yeah, it was prone, so you would have advantage on oh, your strike. Good call. Shoot. Don't fail me now, dice. Come on. You're getting a second chance here. Okay, that's not bad. 16. 16 does hit. All right, no more smites for the day, but here comes sword damage. Uh, let's see, what do I even add to this? It's like four. Okay, five, five damage. Okay. How are you putting an end to this nightmare creature? Oh, shoot. Okay. Woo! Um, so it, it was running away from me when it yes. tripped, right? Yes. Um, I, I imagine she just like, <laughs> she, she, uh, she missed the first time. So, um, she jumped and came down with the sword and it was going to go right into the back of the neck but that missed and she was like uh and then she just slashed it to the side from where it was and takes the head off mm -hmm. uh and as this thing's head comes spinning off all of you start feeling just this intense shaking uh as it seems and uh as it seems like the area around you doesn't know how to maintain itself without the power from this creature being given to it and you start hearing moaning and creaking as these boards just start closing in on themselves the layer of foam that was separating calum from you guys has been separated uh but you can see that a lot of what is going on right now is just these boards kind of forming back onto themselves the way that they were meant to be in the sewer and not necessarily in this face structure. 
So this is very much a time to, as much as it is a time to, as of celebration, it is also a time to leave. Grab Curdle and Amscray. Okay. So, yeah, Calum just grabs this weird, weird half-baked body and just starts dragging him with... Uh, uh dude! Make a perception check as Calum drags him by. Can we keep him? <laughs> <laughs> no! What's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, perception is plus two, 19. All right, so you would also recognize this form to be uh, the deep gnome that once was Curdle. What happened to Curdle? Can't explain now. We'll explain later. Help me drag him. Uh, oh, okay. I grab it, and then I feel hard shell on him, and I'm like, ah, no, no, just leave it behind, Caleb. Just leave it behind. Good people, Gwen. He is not good. He. I mean, we, 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 we are good people. Fine, fine. Keep your pet. Let's yeah. just go. Da-da. And I literally hold on to his belt as we walk so that he cannot get away. Okay. Yeah, so you guys start feeling just these boards Mm-hmm. caving in and as you look behind you as you're walking very briskly forward you yeah. can see that it's almost like uh that they are mending themselves like the world itself is mending mm-hmm. behind you guys as these boards just seem to fall back into place rather than being these strange maw like openings they reform to look like regular boards but it seems like this back wall is just coming at you guys to the point where eventually as you're running it looks like it's right up against you. So I would like for Calum and Gwen to make uh, athletics checks as you guys continue running. Okay. Um, as I'm Blake and mention- Corey are in the front and have been yeah. progressing outward. So it's just I'm these two back. I'm gonna, you know, now's a good time as ever. I'm gonna give myself proficiency with my channel divinity on athletics. Okay, seems, nice. seems like a good time. Um, I'm just gonna mention as we go for them to grab the body of the thing or, you know, proof. Oh, I'm taking the head. Okay. Definitely. I rolled Athletics, a... 17. Yeah. 19. 30, 20. Okay. Yeah, so you guys uh, continue forward and as you do, you see that the wall actually slightly tilts and then pushes against your back as if it is forcing you out of the space and you guys just start riding it almost <laughs> like you, almost like it's a wave at the Uh beach and you are all just kind of sent careening forward down these long halls while riding on the back or riding on the front of this wooden surface until Mm -hmm. eventually after what feels like a minute two minutes it comes to a sudden and abrupt halt and you guys come tumbling out of the mouth of the uh cave mouth that you had walked into previously and you can see that these boards are again just putting themselves back into place uh as these two guards just what the hell uh as you four have just been thrown out of this cave uh and the you see that the sleepy one is just that's a hell of a way to wake up uh <laughs> What? And he looks and there's like the 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 maw that they have been guarding for you guys aren't really sure mm-hmm. is no longer there. Mm-hmm. And you see the other guard just Does this have to do with your crossbow being on fire? Oh, what the fuck? And like he gets like really <laughs> like 
okay when you like show him this creature's head uh and just and he's like kind of freaking out and then the tired one oh shit that's curdle (laughs) (laughs) just like casually points at this like half creature all right i'm gonna get down now that we're safe i'm gonna get down uh, to curdle's level and i'm just be like Guys, is this like a thing we can heal or is this like a... Oh, that's like way beyond me. I think we can take him to like a temple or something and they can help him out. We need to get Skyvix. Yes, I also agree that we should probably inform the god captain that the hole in the wall is no longer a hole, but just a wall. Not only did you stop that, but you also caught one of Shroudport's most wanted. I think. I I think that's him. Corey's just like beaming from ear to ear. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Why don't you? uh, What? Yeah. All um, you guys should come with me. We don't really have anything to guard anymore, seeing as how the whole cave mouth's gone. So I'm gonna pull out some rope and just tie Curdle's arms up just like okay yeah just unconscious body and they're like uh yeah that's probably a good idea he that's tried right. to clamp on my leg earlier oh and... gross what the yeah what the fuck happened to him never mind him caleb what happened to you you were gone are you okay did someone hurt you physically or mentally either both no, I, I'm fine. I, I like try to stare him in the eyes and insight check him without actually insight checking. <laughs> no, no, seriously. It, I guess I just got lost. That's all. You stay within eyesight of me at all times, okay? Oh, okay. Just good. Now let's go! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I turn and go. And these guards are are walking you guys through the sewers, and they finally lead you back up, uh, back up to the city. And it's actually uh, it's towards evening now. Like you guys huh. kind of lost track of time, and it didn't really feel like you were there for that long. But it seems like you your descent and then your return was actually a lot longer than you were thinking. Uh, and you make your way back up, and it seems like a a relatively cloudless night and there's a there's a uh there's a mild bit of celebration happening in the market district and you can see that there's a man just sort of like juggling blades uh with his hat up and he just seems to be busking uh and it seems like it's just a generally positive attitude and when you guys get to the surface the guards say uh you see like the the more composed one just all right so i have a burlap sack we could probably put that horrific face thing head into the bag um and then uh i just uh, do the end the the clasp of my cloak and i throw it over uh curdle excellent 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 thank you uh saves me from having to pull out another bag uh so (laughs) if if you all can can follow me uh and you guys then make your way through the city uh and People aren't taking notice of you this time. Uh, whereas before, when you were being led through uh, as possible suspects in a much larger crime, 
uh, and you had a lot of the ire of uh, of of the Shroud Port people. Um, they don't seem to be really paying much attention to you. You just sort of seem to be average citizens at this point. Like you are being escorted by guards, but none of you are within chains, and you, one of you has a large sack with some blood coming out of it and you can see like there's one kid where his eyes get really wide and he points at it and his parent looks at it and then like covers kids eyes and moves them away uh it's kind of like don't look son and like they don't seem to be really uh they seem to be shuffling out of the way giving you guys uh the a respectful uh birth uh, and you make your way all the way to the topmost guard station. And by that point, you can see that there is a sunset fading off uh, in the distance, or at least the start of one. Uh, and they uh, they say, um, all right, well, uh, probably want to talk to Skavix, give him the breakdown as to what you saw. Uh, I believe that these things should be probably enough to you know show that you did the job the cave's not there so i don't really know what he wants to do if he's like no you didn't do the job you he's a pretty reasonable guy if you if you talk to him right so uh yeah just uh do you guys want to talk to him some more let him know or are you good with just these being evidence of a job done and he like raises a little clawed curdle hand uh, and then holds up bag. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Um, just mentioned that it was face stuff and that he probably needs help. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do about this guy. Uh, we will figure it out. That's what Shroudport is known for. Our innovation and, and... Uh, who am I kidding? I don't know what the fuck we're gonna do with this guy. I, I really don't. Like this is just. Dis- I mean, I was saying uh, put him out of his misery. So that honestly, <laughs> very much. I. Uh, he looks like he eats babies. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> we'll let Skavix and the. can kill his own criminals for once. Yeah, we will let. Nice, Corey. <laughs> we'll let the guard captain decide what to do with this. Thing. Thank you for letting us use your cloak, and again, thank all of you for for apparently risking your lives. I honestly didn't think that it was going to be that dangerous in there, but well, I, I'm glad that we came to the. I'm glad that we somehow stumbled upon the right people. So you you all have my sincerest thanks. And he just wow. sort of gives you a. a a quick bow and then leaves with the wait with the before he guard. leaves yeah i was I, j- mm. look dude um the, i i think i gave you the wrong uh the wrong ale here i switch it for Aww. an actual thing of ale oh good people uh <laughs> yeah sure uh thanks uh nah yeah you're welcome it's you know it's from the lower districts it's just uh, uh. better um, quality. All right. Well, uh, thank you again. Mm-hmm. You just see the tired one. Just... Keep living the dream, dude. Doing my best. <laughs> and he just sort of like nods to you and motions with his spear, just like, good job. Uh, 
And with that, you guys turn around and before you splays out all of Shroudport and you can see that there, again, it, it does look like there is a celebration of some sort going on. You can see that they have brought out these nice hanging lamps uh, that have a, a paper basket around just a regular candle and they seem to be just giving this this very nice gentle light over the town as you look down over it and with the sunset hap uh, occurring in the back as well you can also see that this town is just washed with warmth and light the likes of which that you guys haven't ever seen before and the the relief that you generally feel over having cleared your name as well as captured a wanted criminal is is more than enough to put you in high spirits for the evening and i think that is where we are going to call it for the night so i would like to say first and foremost thank you to these wonderful players let's give a round of applause if you're clapping alone in your house it's still a round of applause because we're clapping too uh so i would like to say thank you thank you one and all uh for being such excellent players as i take you through uh as i take you through the maze of the mean lock uh, which I am, I am very, I am very glad I was able to get away with as I twirl my mustache maniacally. Mm -hmm. uh, but you did not come here just for me. You clearly came for all of these wonderful people as well. So uh, I would like to, uh, I would like to get that part of our show going. So, RJ, where can we find you? What do you do? Oh, hi. You can find me at rjustice282 on twitter.com. Also, rjustice282 here on the Twitch, where I talk about nerdy stuff on my Twitter and my day-to-day -day life, and sometimes post a mean selfie. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Awesome. Next up, LB, where can we find you? What do you do? Um, I'm Elby. You can find me on Twitter sometimes. Um, now that my life is getting a little bit more calm, I'm going to try and figure out how to stream. So um, there, <laughs> there is a very secret stream that even I don't know how to get to of me DMing uh, occasionally with my other group. But again, I have no idea how to get to it. And I don't really want you guys to see that yet. So <laughs> <laughs> that's it, though. Baby steps. Baby steps. Baby steps. All right, next up. Connor, where can we find you? What do you do? You can find me here at CyberWolf1201 on the Twitters, uh, where I shitpost and talk about Critical Role and talk about Dungeons & Dragons and meme occasionally. You can also find me here on Twitch, also CyberWolf1201, where I have been known to play video games badly and talk about lore slightly less badly. <laughs> Because, you know, that's pretty fun. Uh, obviously, here on Mondays, I'm here. Mm. Cool. You found it already. Uh, you job. can find me on Saturdays on Prairie Stars stream. It's another 5th edition campaign where I'm playing someone else who is slightly draconic, but not quite as draconic. Uh, you can... Uh, also, find me on a YouTube somewhere. The best way to do that is through Twitch, uh, where just today I uploaded another special project where Kyle with an N in chat and I got drunk and talked about stuff for the second episode of our podcast. Let's talk about it. Uh, nice. And yeah, 
I'm not on it right now, but you could also should check out Open for Adventure. That's spelled out Open for Adventure on Twitch. Uh, it's a, another D&D channel that uh, help out with behind the scenes. Uh, and they're also on Twitter at, at Open for the number four adventure. Uh, it's cool stuff. You should check it out. I think that's all for me. All right. Sounds good. And Danae, where can we find you? What do you do? Find me at DanaeKeener.com. I do art. You can find all of it there, probably, most likely. It redirects to my Tumblr. But you can also find my art on Twitter now because I've started to figure out Twitter, kind of, which is to say that I've just connected it to my Tumblr. So, um, yeah, that's about it. I do commissions if you want those. They're great. And... Uh, and of course, I am the Indoor Adventurer. You can find me here at Twitch Monday through Wednesday, 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to around 8.30. And then occasionally I will have bonus streams. RJ, I forgot. Wait, no. You already went. I saw you. Mm -hmm. uh, no, I, I was about to say, we've got like one of the biggest announcements yeah. coming up in November. PAX Unplugged. PAX Unplugged. I forgot. I legitimately forgot. Uh, yeah, so... If you would like, uh, if you would like to see myself, R Justice, or uh, or Danae at PAX Unplugged uh, this coming November, early December, we are all going to be on the show floor, wandering about. So come say hi. Uh, we can take pictures or, or get drinks or do something fun. We'll we'll figure it out. All of the above. All of the above. We're hopefully going to try and do some karaoke, and and so you guys will probably <laughs> see uh, the result of that either on Twitter or somewhere else where it will be a, a very fun time. And as our final announcement, I would also like to say that our wonderful players have reached level three with the completion of this Woo! story arc. So congrats, guys! Now Woo! you have an entire week yeah. to think about your choices. So when we come back, you guys uh, will we'll figure it out. We have, some, we have some processes to go through. Fuck. It's yeah. gonna be a good time. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> All right, so. Uh, until tomorrow for me, but until next week for everyone, we shall see you guys later. All right, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.